course, your host, Damian, joined again by... Garben Hunt! And we are so excited to bring you the finale of the Jurassic World uh, trilogy. Is yes, it? Is it? It is indeed the finale of the okay. Jurassic World trilogy. Uh, it has been it has been stated, and uh, Ben, we just walked out of it. Um, we did, we out did. Of a very unair conditioned theater. Mad good. Yep. Not that there's a heat wave or anything happening in Correct. Chattanooga this yes. week, but I don't know if they're still saving money. Is it a COVID uh, thing? I don't know. I feel we don't like know. They, well, I feel like it turned on for like a minute and then turned back off. So I think it might just be broken. Okay. Okay. That's always fun. Ah, I well. Don't know if you've ever had your AC go out in the middle of summer. Uh, that is the only time the AC goes out. Just like the heat only goes out in the winter. For well, some reason, yeah, heat doesn't go out in the summer. AC not in the winter. Very strange. Well, good thing we had something warm to snuggle up to with yes. the Jurassic Park movie. We just saw two and a half yes. hours, Jurassic, friends. That, yes, uh, sometimes Jurassic will, World. Excuse we me. We will come out of these uh, movies and say, "Oh man, that movie was two and a half hours." But dude. Feels like it went by in a flash. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ben had two bathroom breaks. I had a bathroom <laughs> break. Ben got a refill on his popcorn. I couldn't take it anymore. I had to get some cold ice liquid in my face. So, uh, Ben. Um, yeah. The premise of uh, this one, a uh, quick plot synopsis, if we were to summarize, uh, you know, if we were to abridge or truncate a description of this film, um, it would be... That uh, because it's the last one, let's get all the people in it. All the people. Yeah. So uh, if you have, if you saw the original in 1993, yeah, which I saw at this very mall. Wow! Wow! Now oh. keep in mind the movie theater used to be on the other side where TJ Maxx currently is. Okay. Uh, that is where uh, my parents and I saw Jurassic Park like ten times. Where was what was over here? Where we saw the this theater. This was the J.C. Penney warehouse back when uh, oh. children, children once upon a time. Um, Prior to uh, prior to the internet, yes, before the internet, <laughs> before e-commerce, if you wanted to order something on a line, you would use your telephone telephone line, which would line. Be an actual line beep, beep, plugged into your wall that went out into the world, and you could order things through a giant catalog, which was oh, I have to explain the catalog. The catalog is like a magazine. I have to explain a magazine. The magazine is like a very short book. I have to explain a book. Um, yeah, these things were like, you know, you, uh, an alternate weapon. If someone broke in your house, yes. you could swing at them. Uh, like four pounds of um, excellent glossy paper. Destroyers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, if you didn't want to deal with the bug, you would just throw the catalog or the phone book at the bug. And the catalogs generally had heavier weight paper. Yeah. So they didn't really flop around. The phone so books actually kind of flopped around. Almost 29 years to the day yes. is when I saw it. June 11th, 1993 is when it opened. But I was in California. Saw it at the big theater. Saw it, I think, four times. You, you saw right, it. Is that the Grauman? No, no, Northern California. Northern California. Okay. I was not quite at that age. I was still living in Sacramento, 400 miles north of the Grauman so Chinese the Theater. Name, what was the name of your theater in Sacramento? Oh, gosh, what was it? It was the Cynodome. The, the Cynodome. Cynodome oh Theater. God. And so who runs Bartertown? Well, in the Cynodome. The Cynodome was owned by some company that's now bankrupt and bought oh. out by Century. You may have heard of Century Theaters. Yeah. Wow, okay. It's Cynodome. a West Coast thing, Damien. Yeah, yeah, so I saw it four times. Three of those, I think, was at the Dollar Theater. Uh, it yeah. was just, I mean, it was the movie of the summer, we, right? We saw it a lot of times at the Dollar Theater. And kids, a dollar is a small denomination that you can use to purchase Ethereum <laughs> or Bitcoin. Ethereum. <laughs> And uh, you use Ethereum in order to mint an NFT. So that is what a dollar is. It's Are you following us? It is an imaginary unit of measurement uh, that depicts value and changes from country to country. Yeah, Anyways, iterations of fiats throughout our, our, our for time some here. reason, I keep getting distracted off what our purpose is. All right, so, uh, oh, wait, I know why I keep getting distracted. Because I'm giving you an example of what this movie felt like. Um, if you suffer from the worst possible 
ADHD imaginable. If you cannot pay attention to something for longer than 10 seconds, then uh, this movie is for you. Um, but uh, the synopsis is, hey, dinosaurs are all throughout the world now. It is a Jurassic World. Um, Elon Musk, uh, I'm sorry, whatever his real name was. Um, Campbell Scott, uh, son of George C. Scott. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fascinating. Yes. This was, uh, I did not realize that. Similar way of talking if you look at the way his jaw moves or doesn't move. Yeah. But at no point did he say you can't fight in here. This is the war room. No, no, nothing like that. No, no, no. This is a he. He's kind of like the Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, billionaire. Yeah. You know, means well, means well. well big, big pharma, big billionaire company. Of. Thinks he can change the world for yeah. good. Playing God. Play, playing hey, God. Wait a minute. Playing God. That's almost like something that Ian Malcolm said uh, seven movies, six movies ago. <laughs> Thirty years ago. Thirty years ago. Uh, so. Synopsis. 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 Uh. Star Lord and um, and Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, a a disturbingly British girl who has a very thick British accent, despite the fact that she lived in Sierra Nevada her entire life. "Quote unquote Sierra Nevada," yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. That's your that's your stomping ground. So yeah, you recognized yeah. every stone. In, yeah. in, the, in that. So, and uh, I know that person beginning like they're in the Sierra Nevada. I'm like, no, it's Nevada. Neva- Nevada. 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 My friend Bo from Nevada will correct you. Nevada. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, they're going. The uh, the little girl that we're just talking about gets kidnapped along with a baby Velociraptor. Baby because, Blue. Because reasons. And then um, we, uh, Star Lord has to go and um, James Bond, yeah. around Malta, which looks <laughs> very strangely like Rome. Yeah, or like that. What was that city that was like World War Z, where everything's yeah. like sandstone and really the golden okay, hour lighting? And right. They're doing all of this in um, the Mummy era Cairo. Yes. And so, uh, and then they make a friend. Uh, 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 the little girl looks at a pilot. And apparently, that's uh, the pilot says, "Oh man, a little girl looked at me. I need to change my life." <laughs> that's and all then, it takes. The power of children. And then uh, Ian Malcolm sends an email to Ellie Sadler, who goes and recruits her ex-boyfriend, um, Alan Grant. Right. The whole gang's back together this time. All, well, they are. Well, mm, the living uh, ones. The only one that uh, the only one that actually returned as the character that he played in the original movie was, of course, Jeff Goldblum as Ian Malcolm. Yes. Um, yes. Alan Grant, played by Sam Neill, one of my favorite actors, and uh, Ellie Sadler, played by Laura Dern, who uh, she the, the sun's in her eyes. Um, <laughs> those two people showed up and played completely different characters, but they had the same name. Um, and uh, they play yes, th- yes, thank you for the paycheck characters. Yes, uh, and they say, oh, 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 wait, we haven't acted in a while. How do we do this again? Um, and then they all they go to they go to the uh, the uh, Dolomite. The Dolomite, yeah, the, yeah, yeah not, starring not, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, not my name is Dolomite. Um, the Dolomite's in Italy because yes. that's where you go when you yes. have a you know a Elon Musk corporation yes. in the mountains, so no in one can yes, get on get on your case about things because yes. Let's go to the heart of the EU. We're not going to go to Switzerland. We're going to the heart of EU and somehow not have any regulations on our crazy dinosaur. Uh, by the way, um, in the Dolomite Mountains is a giant valley full of trees and multitudes of, of possible uh, ecosystems from warm climates to frozen lakes to everything you need within apparently like a three-mile span. Because these people have like Sonic the Hedgehog speed able to get around, 
and then yeah. they also fly the slowest airplanes imaginable. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those, we need an exotic location. Yes. Let's go to Italy. Uh, we need to film in Italy. No, no, no. Canada's much cheaper. Yeah. I'm sure they went to Canada for this. There's nothing in Italy that's recognizably Italian, at least. Right. Besides someone with an Italian accent, maybe. No, I you don't ha- remember anyone with an Italian I don't either. Accent. Yeah, it's just like, it's. it just sounds attractive, right? It's... Oh, and it's B. an Wong's exotic back. location. Yeah. BD B. Wong, he yes. BD Wong. He has gloriously long hair now, and uh, kind of wish that uh, um, he would find himself a new crime procedural because I kind of miss BD Wong. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, it's they, a rescue film, folks. It's, it's a, a rescue, rescue film. film. It's a heist film. It is a let's see how many. Um, let's how many see how many nods Colin Trevorrow can make to Steven Spielberg in a very daddy, daddy, please notice me kind of way. I, I counted at least seven. At least at seven, least. yeah. It, there's, I'm sure I missed more. Some more egregious. Yeah, I mean, from the you know, Ellie Sattler t- standing up and taking your glasses off, looking yes. at something for the first time, to the line, girl with the big eyes, throwaway lines. Then there was a, there was ourselves a, a hat that we need to rescue. Yeah, oh, that was and, one. Yeah, it was and also then we've a, got the dinosaur in the Jurassic Park logo. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, you, yeah, that's uh-huh. when you. I knew yeah. you were gonna laugh at that part. Yeah, because yeah. I saw it. I'm like, that's gonna make Damien laugh. And there's actually a line to a Star Wars in Last oh, Jedi with yeah. this too, like the, like the line that she, I think it was. Uh, what was it? Poe talked to. Oh, what's her name's character? Yeah, Rose. Uh, Admiral Purple Hair oh, Lady. A- oh, Admiral Holdo. Holdo, yeah, Vice yes. Admiral Holdo, Vice the Admiral terrible Holdo. character from Last Jedi, played by Laura Dern. Hoover, which they, have, <laughs> you should. Oh my gosh, the, the slow Star, space the Star race. Wars TikTok explaining how the Holdo maneuver works. Yes, uh, is amazing because <laughs> the simple fact is that that one thing made. All the technology in Star Wars pointless because all you had to do is fly a large mass through something at hyperspeed to blow it up. You don't need this. You don't need the Death Star. You don't need Star Destroyers. All you need is like a brick going C, and you can pretty <laughs> much knock out anything. Yeah, the line we're talking about is like it's always darkest before like the, the daylight, whatever it is. Yeah. Where oh, an Ian Malcolm yeah. kind of stomps on that. It's always darkest before like total oblivion or yes. something. He said so. That was a good little jab. Yeah. Whatever. There are so many callbacks. It, in, so here's, it's the here's please, the please thing. notice me, Spielberg, like you said. But also, it is Colin Trevor going. Oh, you didn't like my Star Wars sequel? Well, here, let me give you a Jurassic Park sequel that is going to have everything I wanted to do in The Last Jedi. I'm going to do it again here and a few other things. Um, all right, so that's the plot synopsis. I think we did a good job of narrowing that Did down. Colin Trevorrow direct The Last Jedi? I thought it was... Uh, oh, who do I have? Uh, I thought it was... I think in, okay, so Ryan Johnson, I think, directed Last Jedi. Oh. I'm thinking of... Uh, and Gareth Edwards did Rogue One. Colin so Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow did... He did Jurassic World... Has done a Star Wars. He's done what Star Wars, folks? We're gonna quickly, we are, we're gonna quickly we're, uh, no, we're talk. Filming. We're yeah, filling, we're, uh, we're filling space here okay. while certain buttons are being pressed on silicon yeah. devices. Trevorrow, Trevorrow. Yeah, actually spelled it colon. Oh no! <laughs> Same um, difference. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. JJ directed that. Is he, is he producing it? We know. Sp- oh, oh, yeah, this is movies. Hold uh, on. Spielberg executive uh, produced this one, by the way, folks. So Spielberg had his hands in this somewhere, yeah. or just a big check uh, uh, on his door. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I think the big check thing. All right, known for filmography. We're looking it up right here, folks. If you have why comments is, about this, say, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find yeah. out here, folks. And I'm sure people are screaming is, in their cars, listening, going like, "You're wrong," or "You're right." Who knows? Colin Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow directed this, folks. Uh, he's he not... on three different Star Wars movies. Maybe he just helped with it. Maybe he was like a key grip or something? Producer, best writer. boy. Writer. He was a writer. I believe the writing part. Because, boy, the writing in this movie, Damien. Boy. There boy, was there, there, was, there were words. There words were, were spoken. Absolutely. Um, 
it was not a smart script, I would say. Uh, it was a, I need to explain everything going around me. Definitely like, not challenging. Uh, additionally, let's make sure that we have, we spend a lot of time introducing each other to each other. And not only when introduce you to each other, when obviously there's so many people in this movie, when new people get together, we need to introduce ourselves right, again. Right. Um, we need to remember that the audience is dumb, <laughs> and we have to explain <laughs> everything to them. And then um, apparently Colin Trevorrow has never seen Jaws. He has never seen that movie. Then well, I have to believe he has never seen that movie because there were actual cuts to. Oh, let's make it so that we have a. One second cut of the jaws of the jaws of the dinosaur coming right towards the camera. No, sure. There. First off, this was a movie that was very obviously he was when he was directing an edit. He was like, "Oh man, 3D is the way to see this movie. That's still a thing." Yes, yes, I yes. I hear James Cameron has four more avatars coming. They're coming, man. I better get ready with my. I better state my claim on 3D so maybe I can help write him that crap. Anyways, um, yeah. So there's there is a lot of. There's a lot of MTV music red, music video editing in this movie. Just cut, 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 cut. And there, every so often he would almost make something pretty, but he just couldn't lock his tripod long enough for you to notice it. <laughs> and then um, there are just a little bit... It's amazing that Jurassic Park in 1993, that those special effects could possibly look better. Well, than the special effects of 2022. It, it, they hide a lot of things right now. We had so many dinosaurs, so many quick cuts, so many scenes, so many environments. It's you, Transformers disease. It's it's so it's I'm exhausted, yeah. Damien. It is so many scenes of action that you just don't have time to catch your breath and nothing to build up to. Yeah, like the original Jurassic Park, you had these these ebbs oh, and flows, yeah. up and down, up. So you had something to look forward to, and they 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 tease you. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a it was never like a 18 minute action sequence. Yeah. These sequels, and some of the ones from Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, yeah, yeah, yeah. have that problem where it's like, oh, we need to do more, more, more. Spider-Man 3 disease. <sighs> it's um, just exhausting to watch it. The good news is, and I, and I mentioned Spider-Man 3 because I think that's specific for, for Ben. Um, one thing Ben <laughs> absolutely loves, he's gone on record, he's etched it in stone and sent it to the Library of Congress. He loves action scenes in the dark. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this movie just loaded him up where every scene, even, when, even, in, even in Pretend Malta, where it's like noon and everything is sandstone. A little and they dark. Threw an ND4 filter on it, so there's no. Well, at least not to worry about any glare, because even in the middle of the day, it's gonna look dark, and they're gonna keep diving for like sidewalks and, and little tunnels and little places to hide to make it. And I'm just like, dude, are you are you getting? Are you afraid that you have to pay more if there's more photons being emitted by the screen? I don't understand what the what the rationale is there. I, I don't know why they can't just get a good director. Or yeah. a big choreographer, or it's because the original Spielberg film in 1993. You've there's a YouTube video on this about framing, yeah. about the the skill of framing and letting things pan slowly to appreciate the yes. scale of things and the ratio, you know, foreground background. This is just I, what am I supposed to be looking at? Right. Where's the action? There's so yeah. much going on with I don't know what the scale is. You have it, how big is that dinosaur? I don't know. Right. You have so many close-ups, I can't tell. I'm sorry. Did you tell me twice? Using the exact same verbiage from two different people, that the Gigantosaurus or whatever is. What, what was, was that the name? Largest, largest predator to ever walk the largest earth. Largest carnivore. They said it twice. 
two different people said exactly the same thing because they're like, "Is the Lord?" And then they go like, "All right, so we're, we've told you that. Now we're going to show you a T Rex that is exactly the same size." <laughs> no, it exactly. Yeah, it had a little bit shorter arms. But um, <laughs> what was the name of that thing? Like Heptapigosaurus or something? Uh, like Giganta. Giganta. Giganta Bigaboya. I'm just heading, and there's no yeah. background to that. At least with like Jurassic World, you had the uh, Indominus whatever it is. Right. And you had a little science to that, a little build up. That scene in the cage was kind of cool. There's really nothing in this that's like, man, that one scene, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, oh, scene. oh, man. The only thing about this movie that I went, oh, man, was, oh, man, I hope they add that airplane helicopter thing to Flight Simulator, which has nothing to do with this movie, except for, <laughs> hey, that's a pretty cool airplane, I'd like to fly that. I just, uh, it's, it, there's so many little things they could have gone and done to make it more fun. Yeah. Now, I know Ian Malcolm's character is known to be, like, the sarcastic sure. fun, and he's carried that with yeah. whatever script he's been given. I have a feeling, he said, Colin, I have some, uh, 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 you know, some uh, ad lib I could do here in this scene. Do you mind if I just go, oh, yeah, yeah, that, you, yeah, you're fine. Just do it. I didn't and spend any time writing it. Go for it. Anytime he <laughs> speaks, I'm a little more engaged. Not yeah. much, but I'm a little Jeff more engaged. Jeff was the absolute only shining moment in this movie. I will agree. Chris Pratt, what, you Where could did have he... replaced him with anything. Air Bud yeah. could have done his freaking role. <laughs> He barely had any lines. Give me Seth Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he barely had any lines. The ones he had didn't really matter. And honestly, they even kind of pointed out how redundant his character is by having Alan Grant in the movie. I just... And uh, then you got you got Bryce Dallas Howard, which first off, I've gone on record. She's very pretty. Uh, they, uh, uh, I know that doesn't mean anything, but it seems like this movie was like, hey, we need to make sure we have some good Bryce... The only long shots in this movie are long shots of her... Close-ups. Close-ups, and oh, let's change her hair because she's not the cold, you know, corporate witch from the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah. Now she's this softer, wavy now mountain lady. Well, oh, she's also an ego terrorist. <laughs> Boy, they let that play out by having them give up on it in the first scene <laughs> of the movie. It's uh, it's so many flaws with the characters, and I just didn't invest in any of them. I was excited to see Sam Neill and Laura Dern yeah. come back. I was yeah. because I like their characters in the original. Yes. But like you said, they you could have put anybody in those roles. Anybody. Those characters did not show up except for to be there on the on the side of the large drink you probably buy at McDonald's. <laughs> and and the, what, whose fault is that? Is it the scriptwriter, the director, yes. all three? Yes. All th- I mean all and two. And and honestly, uh, yeah. Absolutely. And the only reason why, like you, I think you've nailed it. I guarantee you that uh, Jeff Goldblum walked in and said, oh, uh, uh, this, scrum, this, uh, this, this uh, script is um, uh, uh, it's trash. And I'm not going to say <laughs> um, uh, uh, any of these words. I'm going to make up my own. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm still going to get a paycheck, right? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. That's, you can use me. I'm going to wear my, my signature glasses, except when, I, when I'm driving. I take them yes. off, apparently. Uh, I, I'm, um, uh, also, because I've noticed that, um, uh, that this movie is very dark, I'm, I'm only going to wear my transitions. And because of the way studio lighting works, um, every scene that you see me in, even in the darkest possible scene, my transitions will have transitioned to sunglasses because obviously you shot us lit up like the sun and then stopped it down so it made it darker. Do you think John Williams gets the, here's a check and we're sorry, you know, commissions for... better. First off, the music barely... For You make a great point about music being used to told you tell you how to feel and general some most of the time i pick on you and make fun of you because it's my job as your co-host this yes. time though i'm going to say no ben the ben hunt music make you feel thing therefore is dumb rule 
was on display throughout this entire time because they were like, oh man, we're gonna have a four second shot of something interesting. Be sure to turn up the Jurassic Park thing real loud for four seconds and turn it down because we've already changed scenes. Holy crap, I, I didn't realize that you could screw up the set, the, the motifs and the soundtrack. It was all the 1993 motifs. Otherwise yeah. the music was entirely unmemorable, unrecognizable, just loud noise to make you to keep your heart rate up i guess i don't know it's a blanket like a, a quick editing yeah. and stock music if you have too much of that you're kind of covering up the bad script yeah. or the uninteresting plot or whatever the case is to keep the audience engaged because yeah. if you just had these long scenes of them talking be like this is this is wow this is really bad yeah. but if you distract them with quick edits and nice flashy scenery and oh yeah that's italy quote unquote right. and then dinosaurs chopping up on deer and each other maybe you'll be distracted the audience behind us was kind of engaged you're laughing with it i'm like this is no, not the greatest audience there was Anne child laughing at it after he would yell out to his dad dad what kind of dinosaur is that <laughs> it's the shut up asaurus yeah exactly <laughs> um additionally i'm just i'm just sitting here going through this movie and i don't I, we just walked out of it and entire pieces of it are being my brain is like hemorrhaging it as like a as a like it's it's just frustrating, Damien, because yeah. you have all this money, all this star power going into it, and the studio has faith and green lights it. They green light it. Well, a million other scripts out there that I'm sure are way better, at least by 10%, right. don't get the light of day. But why? Why? Because it's a franchise? Because yeah, they know you can yes, sell it? Because will, This will be a decent opening weekend, and then next weekend it will be dead. Uh, I don't remember what's coming out next weekend. Maybe, it, maybe it's freaking Minions. I know that you're super excited about Minions. Um, I'm just tired of, the, I mean, I don't know if it's like fatigue from, you know, hangover from the Marvel stuff or whatever it is, but I just want something, something big something to look refreshing. forward to, something new that's not a, a sequel or a franchise that wows me. We should you know, have, even I though can, it's been out for a month, we should have just gone and seen everything everywhere all at once. I, I have not seen that yet. No, no, but I mean, I, I need like an inception this summer, Damien. Yeah. I need like, you know, something big something where it just, we're talking about it because it's cool and original. And it's not just like, well, I'm just going to flush that one out the side of my brain. I, I don't think we'll get that this year. No, no, not not to that level. No, we're going to have some fun. Of course, we have Thor coming up. That's yeah. going to be from the trailer, though, and how can it lose, right? Right. Um, but not a lot this year. It got me excited. I'm anxious, but it's just going to be what it is with the Avatar right. sequel. Yeah. Uh, but Also, there's only certain things that could be, could be made over the past few years. And the things that could be made were the things that the studio was like, these are our big money things. You're gonna, I don't. Everyone's yeah. gonna COVID constant, COVID test constantly, and we're going to make these movies. And they're going to be the ones that they're all going to be the ones that we think are going to be guaranteed hits to get people back in the theater. Nicole Kidman's going to very creepily invite <laughs> everyone back to the theater and sit by herself because I don't know. You saw Doctor Strange though, right? I did see Doctor. You Strange. gave it. You you gave it a thumbs up. So I, I did give it a thumbs up. I gave it a four. What was the difference about that versus this in terms of like editing and you know stuff on the screen that you're seeing that well, makes your eyes go? Step oh. one is, do I care about the characters? The answer is yes. Okay. First, first things first. I'm the realist. Is Doctor Strange every character they introduce, whether it be America or Doctor Strange himself or Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen just freaking she. Every scene she's in, first off, you have lots of long shots. You have lots of pretty shots. The editing is not super rapid. You do have the you. It's rapid when it needs to be instead of all the time. This movie is a roller coaster that only goes down, and it only goes down for two and a half hours, and then it ends. 
And whereas, you know, there's twists and turns in, in the Doctor Strange movie. Uh, you have to remember, I'm not a Doctor Strange fan. I honestly didn't like the first Doctor Strange movie that much. And Multiverse of Madness made, was a lot of fun. Now, if I hadn't watched all the shows, it would have been confusing as heck. But it was a lot of fun. I absolutely, you know. So to that, do you need to watch other Jurassic Park movies to appreciate this or value what they're Because there's lots of little drops and hints no, the Barbasol can. Of, you kind of have to in order because they didn't spend any time explaining anything. They spent no time explaining anything that you needed to know about. Instead, they spent a whole lot of time explaining stuff that does not matter. Oh man, hey, uh, that's the gigabyte. That's the gigaplexosaurus. That's the largest carnivore to ever walk the hey, earth. Hey, why don't you give them a tour? By the way, do you have like a protein bar on you? Yeah, I can hey, give I'm you. Hungry. I'm hungry. Like, what? Where is? Okay, I'm thinking. Okay, usually lines like that mean something. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's gonna play a part later because he asked. Maybe he's got like diabetes or yeah. I don't know something. But no, it's a throwaway line that means nothing. Nothing. And I don't know why it's in the well, script. <laughs> the reason why. All right, so you watch Cinnamon Sins, right? And one of the cinema sins uh, that will always happen is a main character eats an apple to demonstrate they're an asshole. And oh, this was okay. that scene of them, him going, well, I need, well, the first off, they're, they're very much trying to say, oh, he's so smart that he can't focus on things for very long. And apparently that's an indicator of smart people. Mm, yeah, it must be. Yeah. And, yeah. All the smart people. Like he's I know, eccentric. The smart people I know, none of them can finish sense. It's not a one of them. You know, they're constantly changing because their brains are so advanced, blah, blah, blah. No, it was, it was designed to be like, hey, we need to make people realize that billionaires can be evil. Uh, let's make him into a jerk uh, in the first scene where he's very dismissive and kind of fanboy and weird. And, uh, you know, people that are weird or strange or intelligent, we need to remember that they're probably bad. Well, yeah, they're, we need a villain, right? Yeah. We need a villain. The dinosaurs can't be the villain. Dinosaurs are the victims here. Yes, we, we're absolutely. manipulating them. We're going into, like, man. oh, genetic genomes. Man and re- is the, is the villain. Of course. Man is the Humanity. villain. Yeah. Well, thankfully, oh, spoiler alert, because we know, you know, we don't do spoilers on this show. I'm going to do a spoiler. I'm going to do a spoiler of the last scene, Ben. Well, I know hey, you're going with this. The good news is mm-hmm. that B.D. Wong is able to save the world by demonstrating that we can just live, if we would just live together, we would live in harmony. Yeah, ignore what big corporations are doing to manipulate, yes. you know, the world playing yes. God. We just it's take all you. that away. Take all that noise away. Think about, you know, don't yeah. don't pay attention to the marketing. With, no. You know, Fox News if is telling you, you CNN is telling you, reci- you just people to people. Don't recycle that Coke bottle. You are death and inco- you are evil incarnate. Now, an oil pipeline that spills billions of gallons of oil into the uh, Gulf or next to California, mm. you know, that's just them's the brakes. You know, that's just the cost of progress. But if you don't recycle, then you're bad. We're, we can get along. Humans <sighs> and other humans, just like dinosaurs, just like and, dinosaurs killer and killer whales, and horses, horses, they're, they're and all elephants and a, a and Lion King every, shot. And a every dinosaur in this movie is going to demonstrate a very specific mammal quality because uh, apparently whoever wrote it doesn't like lizards and had spent no time with reptiles. And they're like, oh, all dinosaurs are dogs. It's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, we talk about the dinosaurs for a second. For some reason, dinosaurs just, or they don't care, right. they're indifferent, or they just really get confused when someone holds their hand out. Yes. Oh, a hand oh, is out. Hand. I'm 18 yeah. times your size. I'm a dinosaur, I go, oh, he's presenting me a snack. <laughs> Something. Thank you for that hand. There were so, so many, like, how are you going... I mean, in the first movie, they did one of those scenes. Yeah. There's like 50 of these in this in this movie where there's a and person in front of a giant dinosaur having a staring contest, and somehow they have the you know quick escape and yeah. the nick of time, and it's all it's all great. And 
And there's right. no close calls. In the original Jurassic World, the reason why the hand thing works is that Chris Pratt had you spent years training these very specific velociraptors what these hand signals mean and the reward that they would get for understanding it. Also known as animal training. You can train an animal no matter what it is, you can train you can train them a lot of things. A newly born T-Rex on the other hand, not going to have a clue what you're talking about. Unless you're in this movie. Or you'll be, you're, you're in a crazy bazaar where all the dinosaurs are chained to things and living lives of horror but oh my gosh they're gonna listen to the hand signal from chris pratt also I, and i know i was in the bathroom for, for a second can you remind me of why a laser pointer makes um uh dinosaurs attack because it's, it's, is, is it the conditioning thing is it the you, you train a dinosaur to look at a laser and that's your prey i guess i guess, I guess like you know cats and lasers but kind of thing but like they were they were like tracking through cities and yeah, you know, immediately locked on, and suddenly yeah. they knew that was like a heat-seeking missile through right. the city. But um, they're, they're, let's put it this way: you know, the best trained dog, the best trained dog. You can train them to do that, and they're going to do it within the conditions in which they're trained to do it. Then you take that dog and you drop them in downtown Malta, <laughs> surrounded by a million people and food and, and cars smells and sound and smells yes. and sights. Yes. That best trained dog is going to go, squirrel, squirrel, <laughs> and go away. Not in this movie, because then the scene can't happen, yeah, right? Yes, so you have all yes, these nicotine moments. You're these, absolutely right, Mr. Movie Fish. It's just, there's so many things that, like, the action. I'm going to get all the way off my back. Right, right, because yeah. then the movie can't happen. Looking forward to that. We need, we need scenes that have escape and chases and nick of time, and oh, the, the dinosaur is chomping and just, just misses the foot, just misses it, right? Yeah. And that has to happen again and again and again. But when you have a thousand of those, they're meaningless. Yes. You have three or four of them in the original Jurassic Park, and there's lots of great buildup, and there's scenes with no music. Or if you spend half a Jurassic Park making you care about a rather large mm -hmm. cast of characters, you spend time with everyone. The problem with that, probably sequels for this movie, for that movie, is because you had that scene with all on the dinner table there and talking about, you know, spend too much time wondering if you could. You, didn't stop to think if you should. The philosophical question. You can't repeat that because that's not it, it directly copying that scene, that dialogue. You can yeah. copy certain action sequences and motifs and everything, but that was the most interesting conversation of that film is yeah. should we have done this right. and getting that criticism back and forth. And you just you lose that with this movie because the audience doesn't. I'm here to see dinosaurs. I want to see yeah. chomp, chomp, chomp. I want to yeah. see chase sequences. Don't give me that. This is the bathroom break scene. Oh. And they decided to compress the morality of it into a nowthis.com reporter segment before the titles yeah, yeah. of this woman just going, you know, dinosaurs, you know, people like they, they, this have this really bad thing. There was a volcano. Remember that from the last movie? And then there was the Isla Nublar from the first one. And, and now there's dinosaurs. And, you know, they've, they've decided that they're going to set up a... You know, we're going to set up a sanctuary for them, and there's going to be a government department for them. And there's, if there's one thing that the American government does, it's shipping things to Italy. And, <laughs> and, and we trust them to do what they say they're, they're doing. They'll handle it. And then, uh, you know, uh, now, it, when I'm in, ooh, look at me. I'm trying to be real smart. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Biosyn like this. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out Monsanto. Uh, okay, that's Ooh. exactly what I was thinking. Oh of, my you know? gosh, look how clever I am! Yes. And I'm not gonna do anything. Instead, it's just like I'm gonna plaster my political statement here. Okay, you got it. All right, good. 
Are you going to convince me of that? No, 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 no. No, no. Big just... bugs. You don't like big bugs, do you? <laughs> if you don't like, yeah. Big bugs are bad. <laughs> They're going to destroy our entire food crop system. It's all the going downhill. Going downhill. You had like Nedry's son explaining that in like 15 seconds in that yeah. one scene. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thank you for there. There are so many little things. Of course, he's going to be the fat guy working a computer. Thank you, Wayne Knight, for your legacy. Yeah, there's more than one nod to the original. There, there. I see that this was like okay, a love letter, chapter ending for all the Jurassic Park. You you say it is the end. Is it actually the end? Supposed to be. Supposed to be the end until it's not the end, right? Uh, Yeah. Until the next prequel. Yeah, I mean, give me, oh, give oh, me no. a. Uh, oh, no. No, no, give oh, me no. an Ian Malcolm a Jurassic Park story. No. I want that. Go ahead. No. no, what? They've learned the wrong lessons, Ben. You know what the next three movies are? Prequels. Pre- <laughs> they introduce Charlotte, what's her face, and we'll we'll have someone stand in yeah. as a David Attenborough type as John. Oh yeah, Hunter. yeah. Well, then we'll deep fake him too, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. even better. Let's deep fake a young David Attenborough. Do the Grand Moff Tarkin thing, you know? To, uh, like Doug, Doug Doug Jones, he does all, him or uh, yeah. Uh, him or well, he's, he's diff- yeah, I was getting different size face. I mean, we need yeah, like a what's enough. a what's a you know uh, a. Semi portly looking guy with Richard Attenborough's face uh, and teeth. James Corden's um, going to be unemployed pretty soon. Um, <laughs> there you go. So then, uh, I hate to beat the horse shaped dinosaur. I'm sorry, the horse behaving dinosaur. The dinosaur. I hate to beat the dinosaur that behaves like a horse. But um, our last podcast was an hour, and it was very worthwhile. It was a good discussion we had for an hour. I personally, now you can tell me if I'm wrong. I personally am not too sure I want to invest that kind of time. No, no, we've given more than it's already worth. What we're going to do is we're going to shift gears. And while we're talking about the economic impacts of giant crop-destroying bugs, we're we're currently in the end times now, if you ask some people. And and every dollar, you know, gas is $500 a gallon or something like that. Every dollar matters, and do you want to spend that dollar coming to a movie theater that you have to buy a drink in in order to not be dehydrated because it's 90 degrees in the theater? If you do, then I think that you deserve advice from the two people who are recognized internationally as the experts. I'm so glad you said that. Shout out to Hugo and Alex in the UK. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, as the experts on economic uh, advice concerning uh, cinema expenditure. And with that in mind, uh, Ben woke up one night. He was uh, he was he woke up and right next to your bed. Just correct me if I'm wrong. You have like a Bunsen burner and beakers, and you were like pouring um, chemicals, uh, you know, like a chemical X and, and, and some other things like the green syringe from from Reanimator, and you, you you put them together and you created this concoction that formed a perfect four point rating scale. I put together my B.D. Wong hat. You know, my yes. I'm so tired, but Eureka! I've yes. got it. And and I will be able within a week synthesize a, a virus that will spread genetic recoding into uh, grasshoppers. Which uh, where were you the last two years, B.D. Wong? We needed that a little faster. But anyways, Ben created a four point scale, and I said, Ben, that is brilliant. Not only is it brilliant, it is smarter than every scientist or every supposed smart person in the movie we just saw. I, I, I'm, I I'm said, with you. Yeah. I said that I said this to you about. Jurassic World Dominion, which is the first time we've actually said the name of the movie today. Um, That's what we saw. I said that to you, however, in 2016 when we first started, I knew that you were going to be smarter than the dinosaur six years later. Uh, than the sci- dinosaur scientist six years later. Yes. That is all to say that a four is that you need to run to the theater. You need to get in your vehicle, 
You need to uh, a, a burn gasoline and go to the theater and sit in the seat and hear the see the sights and hear the sounds. Sit through the fifteen preview commercials and maybe, oh, maybe even pay for the three D experience because it's a four. But the three D experience makes it worth it. And if you still have a three D TV at home, good for you. Good for you. That's amazing. One percenter. Pat yourself on the head. If it gets a three, then perhaps you should wait until the streaming uh, comes out. This is on Universal. This is a movie by Universal. 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 So that would put it onto HBO, I think. Uh, is that a pipeline? I didn't I know that was the pipeline. So. I think that's the pipeline. Um, it's the pipeline for DC. And yes, yeah. yes. Um, so, anyways, uh, so three would be wait for it to come onto a streaming platform. Um, if you don't have the streaming platform that the movie comes out on the streaming, then perhaps you'd prefer to wait for it to be on television. Yes, uh, there are still people who have cable. There is still broadcast television. Uh, you can listen to the radio. Um, newspaper somehow still exists. You have lots of these old school media that you could do, and a two represents leveraging that old school media, perhaps read the novelization of the Ooh, movie. Oh, wow. Or yeah. they, they turn the page at the sound of the roar. Roar, yeah, page so 55. Make, make the sounds up in your mind. One is runaway screaming. Oh, my gosh, Ben. Oh, I'm covered in bugs. I'm running away screaming. I'm covered in Dilophosaurus gunk on my ah, face. Quack, quack. So with that, because you are the expert and I'm, I'm merely a sidekick on this endeavor, what would you give Jurassic World Dominion. Well, thank you for that very complimentary preamble to that. There, there, yeah. yeah. So, so you're right. Gas prices are expensive. Yes. Things are. I don't know. They're four and a half here or so. Where are they? Where you are, folks? It's gone up to eight dollars in yeah. Death Valley. I that's saw. Probably like ten dollars in Hawaii. It, it is an inv- Yeah. It, wow. <laughs> that's one to Google later. This is an investment. You know, we yeah. we are going back to the theater now. Yeah. We're starting to do this. This theater was about two thirds full and yeah. half full. People were out, and it's hot as crap out here. Yeah. And what do you go for some free AC? Well, not the theater here, apparently. Not this theater. No, no. But it was a movie that we knew was going to be something. Yes. I was cautiously optimistic. Yes. Um, if I had to retitle it, I would pronounce it the same. But Dominion would be D-U-M-B Indian, dumb Indian. This was a dumb, yes. dumb movie. Yes. It makes me want to go back and watch Jurassic Park three for certain yeah. scenes. Certain yeah. scenes. That's a horrible movie, by the way. Yes, it's very bad. Yeah, so bad. So. In the scale of where I rank this, it's bottom if not second to bottom. No, it's terrible. It oh, is. Oh, I don't want to give. I'm sorry. Ignore that. I haven't given my score yet. Continue. <laughs> Erase everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a uh, a stupid movie. Yeah. It's a stupid dinosaur movie. I would actually rather go back and watch Geostorm Hurricane Heist the second time than see Ooh. this movie again. This movie was a headache of a film to get through. It's yeah. two and a half hours, which is offensive, yeah. given the value of our time, the value of yours, dear listeners. Yes. Which Do not see this movie. Us. It's a hard, hard one from me. Yes. That's a, one, of course, running away screaming. Let me remind you that you can stream the original Dr. Jurassic Park right now. You can stream that right now. And every second, the, the worst part of the original Jurassic Park, the, the worst scene, the worst moment of the original Jurassic Park is ten times better than the best scene in this movie. What would that scene be? I'm just curious. I'm just thinking uh, of the worst scenes in that movie. Just listening to... Didn't say the, magic, say the word. magic word. Yeah, um, that's kind of a drawn-out death scene for him. It's like, a little, oh, little chart that a little bit, bit. yeah. Um, this movie is such a hard one that I agree it does join the pantheon of the worst ones. Unfortunately, unlike Geostorm or Hurricane Heist, Jurassic Park Dominion is too many syllables to work into a joke. 
And so therefore, this may be the last time you ever mention me here. This uh, mention this movie, because there's a good chance between when I leave this parking lot and go to Petro's to pick up dinner for me and my mom, that I will have forgotten that I've seen this movie. <laughs> and it so is will you so too. dumb, and it is so forgettable. And I hope I hope that all the actors were compensated properly for their time. Um, that hopefully they were paid per second on screen or something. I don't know. Um, it it could have been a career ender. The benefit is that I don't think enough people will see this for it to matter. This is I haven't seen Morbius yet. I've heard such horrible things about Morbius. I have to believe Morbius is better than this. Wait. So I'm, I'm looking forward to looking to watching Morbius to compare the two because. <laughs> Maybe 2022 is the year of bad movies. I, I don't know. I, we that. saw a trailer, folks, for Black Adam, and we're like, both like, meh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Black Adam after seeing okay. this movie. Like that yeah. could be that's got to be better than that. Yes. It's got to be better than that. Oh. It's 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 tough to see movies like this, but it's it's fun to review them, I suppose. We, Absolutely. We saw we, Mortal Engines was terrible. Ooh. We viewed that. We you know Hurricane Heist is always yeah. the, the, the kind of the bar for the lowest of the ones. But it's just it's it's disappointing because Sam Neill de- uh, deserves more. Yes. Uh, I'm not. I don't care about Laura Dern as much. I think she, I can take her or leave her. Uh, she's the ugly crier. But Sam Neill. Well, way better wish, actor. I just wish they get the sun out of Laura's face even when she's, she's inside. Squinting. In yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I want to see a Laura Dern Renee Zellweger film really bad. I think that would be really cool, and the, like the the it'd be sort of like Bird Box where they just can't see, but it's they don't have <laughs> blindfolds on. And the thing would be with the U two song from the uh, pop album "Staring at the Sun." Yes, yay! Wow. <laughs> Come back to nineties. There's your deep cut. Ninety seven, folks. Yes, yes, yeah. I was it's a at this mall when that came out. Were you really? Oh, yeah. Which was over. Right, right still over there. Right to the left, yep. And uh, where, right were you, where were you where were you working at the time? Uh, Ninety seven. I was probably that was probably while I was still working at Sears before I started my illustrious career as a cake decorator at Great American Cookies. Oh yeah. What were your high school that jobs? That got closed down, I think, too. Oh, my first job was at uh, I was a fast food job, Damien, and okay. th- it's, a, it's a franchise that they don't have out here. I think the nearest one is probably in like Texas or Colorado, Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel. Der Wiener Schnitzel. It. Yeah. Heard, it's so funny you say you heard of that because I grew up there everywhere. That, They're ubiquitous. That and a, a hot dog on a stick are the two things I'm aware of from California. Yes, yes, yes. And one of them has terrible uh, uniforms. Have you, seen, have you seen the hot dog on a stick uniforms? Well, I assume it's the it's polo shirt with the rainbow dummy hat they yeah. wear. It's awful. I assume that it was sort of like uh, Chips Scoops Ahoy from. Uh, uh, was probably the inspir- uh, they, they, that was probably the inspiration for the Scoops Ahoy uniform. Uh, it's, it's pretty horrible. Yeah. But, yeah, Wiener Schnitzel was my first one year-ish or so, working, I think it was sophomore, junior year. I just got a car. I could, sure. you know, three miles away. It's minimum wage at four twenty-five an hour. Oh, uh, yeah, big money back then. And I think I worked for my church for a little bit um, and just kind of odd jobs here and there. Nothing, nothing too glamorous. In college, I did the movie theater thing, of course. Uh, did you work in a movie theater in I college? Movie theater. Man. I, working at the mall, I was always movie theater adjacent. Okay. So it was easier for me to get to a movie when I got off work. Yes. So I would just yes. basically walk over to it. Okay. You have friends that work there that get you in for free or no? No. Uh, that no. was hard to earn money. Of course, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, making that, I think I was making five fifteen because I was a very skilled cake decorator. Um, <laughs> you were the advanced level. I'm able, to, I'm able to make Elmo out of chocolate frosting at a drop of a hat. <laughs> you, were you the one who took your question? People to get the, the kind of, can you make this kind of cake with this? Are you serious? Look at the nozzle on this thing. We would never say, are you serious? We would just say, yes, no problem. And sure, that looks like uh, Ernie. Now, this is back Bert when we only had chocolate and vanilla frosting. There wasn't the color <laughs> frosting. I feel sorry for the cake decorators today where... They actually have to do a lot of work. But back then, it was just like, hey, does this blob kind of look like Big 
Goldberg, congratulations. It's $25. <laughs> you had black and white frosting? Yeah. So, like, Mickey Mouse was, like, the number one thing you, do, you design? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was always surprised at how, about, how much copyright infringement we were doing <laughs> and how that's just a central component of the Great American Cookies business model is just stealing IP <laughs> and putting it on the cookie cakes. But... Anyways, uh, we won't get into that. That uh, this is the, the we are, Ben and I are having to have interesting conversations in order to fill our brains up with something intelligent and worthwhile with human connection. Yeah, because yeah. we just came out of a black hole. We need to get some of kind of recovery happened. going. Yeah, this is. I mean, there are there are actual humans in the world that are more relatable to those characters we saw on screen. Mm-hmm. Please enrich yourself with them and not this film. Uh, you, the, the Chris Pratt you knew from the last movie is a charming joke, jokey guy. Yeah, gone, gone. gone. Uh, it's just uh, it's such a little uh, it's movie. Disappointing. It's disappointing, folks. So, uh, Ben, I understand you're you're going to be traveling around the world a little shortly. bit. So we are going to keep these podcasts coming. We're going to keep our very slap shot. Don't know when they're coming out schedule, but stay subscribed on your Spotify, on your Spoofy, on your Apple Podcasts, on your Google Podcasts. Um, check us out, Alan Smithy Film Review on Facebook or AllenSmithyFilmReview.com if you want to listen to all of our podcasts throughout all of time going all the way back to 2016. All of time. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we're always wanting to hear what are you looking forward to this summer? What do we need to see? Uh, will Black Adam be the DC movie that breaks the mold? I'm shaking my head. No. Why does he have the lightning bolt just like Shazam? Is that the DC thing now? I think that I don't know. Did you read Black Adam comics? Because it's DC. I, I was a Marvel kid. Yeah. I don't know. Any, I go into these and I have no connection to them, and it's like okay, well, I guess I need the origin story, and then the people from Batman go, "Oh, you need to hear the origin story again? <laughs> yeah, we'll give you the origin story again." I'm like, no. Here's the thing: Are we getting another Venom movie? Uh, Morbius is the new Venom. Is it one? Okay, uh, I don't know the characters, so no, that's well, a surprise to me. Uh, there is the Sony Spider-Man component of the MCU, and Morbius and Venom are the Sony component of it, the the Amazing Spider-Man component of it, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man component. Uh, although you know the most recent was actually also a Sam Raimi Spider-Man, which was so good, Bruce Campbell. Um, so this is a all right. Let's look at the backlog, the deep backlog of. Spider-Man side characters that Sony still has rights to, and Morbius was one of those. And they said, you know what? Uh, you know, Johnny Depp's kind of in trouble right now. Let's get Johnny Depp Jr. I'm sorry, Jared Leto as Morbius, and we're going to do a horrible job of marketing this film. And apparently, we're going to read a bunch of teenagers making fun of this movie and think that that's excitement for the movie, and then re-release it last weekend. 280 theaters. Averaging three hundred dollars a theater. <laughs> it's like um, oops, about twenty-five people, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, not not real good. Um, I haven't seen it. I want to see it, so uh, I might watch it uh, because I think it's free. On <laughs> I think there's. A but your time free. isn't, Damien. My time isn't free, so I'll probably watch it while playing a video game. There At least go. I can, I can, I can get some value out of my life. Uh, I might do a couple solos while you're gone. Or am I dragging some friends? Yeah, no, do it, yeah. Um, So stay tuned for that. Let us know what you want us to watch. Uh, Other than that, that's all I got. That's all all this movie deserves, man. We've given way more than it needed to be. It's a big, fat one from both of us. I'm kind of happy we we needed to have this year's one. 
And oh boy, this was it. It's a big. And I was not expecting for it to be a big old Jurassic Park movie. I mean, flip side of last time, right? Top Gun, amazing. This oh, one, yeah. not so much. Go see Top Gun one, two, three, four times. Not, so not this movie. What you're saying is that this should have been the sequel that they spent 40 years perfecting. Sure. Yeah. And actually do something with the characters that we liked back then and do something with them now. Not that we got that, any of that with yeah. Sam Neill. I mean, there's such stiff dialogue in this movie. So it's just so bad. So don't don't waste your time. Find out what else is playing this summer. Yeah. Be careful out there. You know, I don't you know where you hydrate, are. Hydrate. Use it's, sunscreen. Um, you know, it's going to be hot. Do what you got to do. Anyways, this is uh, coming to you from Volkswagen Studios here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm Damien. Yeah, this is Ben. And we will see you guys <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs>